Every day you wake up to something new Whether that be a challenge or a new opportunity And let me tell you, that's a great thing Now you gon' have some battles You'll get your wins and you'll have your losses But no matter the outcome, there's always light at the end of the tunnel Alright, let's go Grinding every day cause I gotta get it Waking from my dream cause I'm trying to live it Make my own lane, don't care if I fit in If I want something I do it, no I'm never quitting now Honor my path, reaching my goals no matter how Bring on the wrath, promise ain't nothing gon' knock me down Tell me can you feel the vibe yet? This the encouraged mindset Welcome to another episode of Encourage Mindset. I'm your host, Ethan Vandehei. Alongside me today, I have Trace Cady. I'm so excited for what he's going to share, and let's welcome Trace Cady. Thanks for having me, man. My name is Trace Cady. I'm 25 years old from Chicago, Illinois, and I view myself as a personal growth mentor and a side hustle mentor. My journey actually started right after college, so pretty much... I was always following my sister, who was an A student throughout high school, college. She always had the job that then I took over when she moved on to the next step. And I was always a C student. Um, Robert Kiyosaki, someone that I look up to, he wrote a book called Why A Students Work for C Students. I always viewed myself as innovative, entrepreneurial. And when I graduated college and I had that first taste of what my degree was in, human resource management, I realized I didn't know why I was pursuing that. I was just following my sister's advice and other people's advice. And now I tell myself that I would not take advice from someone who I wouldn't want to trade places with. And I absolutely love my sister. I love the people that do give me advice, but you do have to have that in the back of your head. So after I graduated college, I got really into personal growth, reading the books, listening to the podcasts. I was stocking grocery shelves starting at 4 a.m., and I would just run the audiobooks and run the podcast. And I knew that if I wanted some level of freedom in my life, I knew I had to start an online business. So I went searching. I was jumping on all the trainings. I was learning to invest in myself at a very young age. And so I was buying the $1,000 courses, the $500 courses, the $8 books. And by doing that, I started becoming a better person of value. And in the different online ventures that I went in, I started earning additional income each week. And it was exciting, but it also wasn't long-term. But I was really glad for the journey that I was on. And luckily, by showing up as that authentic self and growing personally, I attracted the right person in my life who had the opportunity that I wanted. A mentor, someone who was leading other young people. He was physically, mentally, and financially free. And he was just living the best lifestyle. And so that's the person that I decided to trade places with and look up to. I've been on that journey for three years now. It's been absolutely insane. I've grown so much. We've built an incredible team, an incredible side income, and the skills that I've learned have absolutely changed my life. And I love serving others and being around that environment of personal growth um, because the money all comes later on. And if you help enough people get what they want, in return, you get what you want. And so I've really learned that the last three years, man. Yeah, you literally just described a book that I read in my past couple of years called The Go-Giver by okay. Bob Murray and John Mann. You literally described that book the way you were talking about yeah. your life and your journey. So that's awesome. 
But this is kind of where I want to start off with that random question on the spot. And I saw you reshared on Instagram something that Andrew James Logan said, and it was big people give encouragement, little people give criticism. So I'm curious to know, why did you reshare that? Yeah, man. Well, I actually just learned the other day, and I've shared it a couple times already today, that the people with the closest minds have the biggest mouths. I think it kind of goes hand in hand with Andrew said. And I also reshared Andrew's content because he's my mentor mentor. And I look up to him and I value his advice. I love sharing, of course, the positive content on my social media. I think it's great that we always try to make our own content. But if you, you know, also duplicate others, it's a positive thing to do. It saves you time. So diving into personal growth, you kind of hit on it a couple of times now. And I think it is a big importance as well. And that's kind of what we're preaching on this podcast is growing and learning and becoming your best self. So what do you think is the definition of personal growth and why do you kind of view it as such an important thing in your life? Well, we go to events every three months. I, you know, some guy told me that if you're not traveling, if you're not driving or flying to an event, you're not growing. And so in the network marketing space, there's events every quarter for a reason to build your belief, keep it consistent, and also bring other people to the events. And that's where the magic happens. I view personal growth as knowing where you're at today and where you want to go tomorrow. And, and on the journey, I mean, I've, I've learned to fall in love with the process. Like I used to always hear Gary Vee say that when I first started. And it's very repetitious, but it's true. Like if I look back at how much I've grown, I mean, I was a super introverted guy in high school and college. I just kept to myself, always got bullied. And when I got out of that environment and I started to create my own inner circle, I mean, my network is people that I've never known three years ago. So I went and found new people to talk to, people like Ethan and Trace and people that are greater than Ethan and Trace to build my network. And it's amazing, man, because people that know you before have all these preconceived judgments. So personal growth is just always striving. It's all about the journey. And yeah, man, I'm always at it every single day. Anytime I got to get outside my comfort zone, I have that feeling. I just got to step in and lean into it because that's where the magic happens. Well, I'm just going to kind of reply back off what you said right there. The comfort zone. People want to be comfortable. They don't want to be uncomfortable. They don't want to do things they're afraid to do. So how do you tell yourself if it's something new to you and it's a new obstacle, new challenge? How do you get yourself to that mindset where, hey, I need to focus on this. I'm going to tackle this fear. What do you kind of do for that? A lot of my growth comes within our business. And I would never tell someone to do something that I wouldn't do myself. So like, for instance, we just went to an event and Abby and I got to go on stage just for like a, a short segment in front of thousands of other people. I told myself, if we do that. We're going to be able to share the story of all the events in our mind leading up to it, how we overcame that. We got on stage and that's what I try to, to bring into the team. But anytime someone asks me to come on a training, if there's 70 people on, I know that I'll be able to share that story. When I first started and I started doing Instagram lives and Facebook lives, that's how I grew. And if someone says, man, like your tonality is so different and I can never do what you do. I'm like, man, go check my life three years ago. Like it was, it was insane. Um, something that I did actually, I had a pretty rough time one time on a Zoom call. Didn't go the way I wanted it to. My business wasn't where it was at. And I pulled out my phone and I did a voice recording and I just told myself where I'm at right now and where I want to be in six months to a year. Totally forgot about the message. You normally think that you'd remember it in the next couple of days. And I found it two years later. My tonality was totally different. I absolutely smashed where I was at. 
And I recommended it to the team to do the same thing. So it's all off of experiences, sharing with others, and your mess becomes your message. That's a great point there. And I love that and love sometimes even I should do that too, or just daily yeah. daily routines or creating habits, whatever it may be, just saying it on voice memos and replaying it and seeing how I you're doing. I love voice memos. I use that when I'm prospecting. It's a good way for people to hear your voice and your tonality and your excitement because the energy, man, you can't fake that. Yeah, it's. I've never heard of that before. So thanks for bringing that up and definitely need to take use of it because like you said, your phone's right in your pocket, pull it up and quick make that voice memo. Yep. Diving into something that I want to talk about. So you are an entrepreneur. You do call yourself the side hustle mentor. So that's awesome that you gave yourself a name. But what are kind of some tips or strategies that you want to share with everyone listening about growing as a person? Because that's kind of where it all begins is you need to start somewhere to grow. I think if I could give myself when I was 18 years old, the same advice now, I would, I think getting into books is a powerful resource because you can download someone's brain for the cost of a coffee, literally. And if you can start learning from other people's experiences and not just reading the books over and over again, like quality over quantity, like I've read some of the same books multiple times and actually putting it into action. So don't go out there and consume all the personal growth content. So for every hour of personal development you take, take an hour of action and then review what just happened. I wish I would have done that a lot sooner in my journey because I read a ton of books. I have a huge bookshelf of over a hundred books and some of them I kind of just sifted through. But I think doing that action was beneficial to me no matter what, because it shows that I invested in myself. You know, when I was a year and a half in, I invested $3,000 into a coach and I honestly didn't utilize the coaching for the whole year as I should have, but the belief it gave me the moment I invested $3,000 was the only thing I really needed because I was like, now I'm doing this thing and I'm not quitting. And so for anyone who's just starting out, I would say to invest in yourself, just learn how to do it. My brother did it and he's 16 years old, just investing into his passion and that's going to pay him a ton later on because he's able to make decisions like that. If a, if a opportunity comes up, he'll just be right after it versus people who ponder on it, paralysis, analysis, they think it over too much and they don't even take any action. It's better to always be in motion. And the more action you take, the more confidence it gives you. And then it gives you experience and results, which builds your belief. And because you have more belief, you take more action, which just gives you more experience. And it's just an infinite cycle. So that would be my advice for someone just starting it. Great advice, Trace. I think the one that stuck with me most right there is investing in yourself. That's one thing I kind of had lacked on. I've kind of done it of late though. So my initiatives were, as of right now, one of my main goals is to grow my social media presence for this podcast and for my personal branding. I've always tried to get around with free tools. What can I do? What can I do for free? But I finally invested in Publer.io, which is a social media scheduling tool. So now I can schedule out my content months and months and just like now I'm scheduling content for April and it's obviously not even close for April. So just like, oh, this is such a relief because now I'm not making it up as time goes. So yes, I agree. Investing in yourself is huge. I did notice you read a book, Die With Zero by Bill Perkins. What are some like highlights or big takeaways that you remember. So that book, um, there's an incredible guy on Instagram. His name's Nick and he runs book sinkers. 
Um, him and I met three years ago. He had like 50,000 followers. Now he has well over 100. He's absolutely crushing it, but he posts book reviews. And he influenced me to buy the book by his posts. And that's a huge thing is influence on your journey to build that up. But that was zero. The one thing that stuck out the most was it's basically the concept of using all your money to the moment that you die. Because you obviously you can't take it with, of course, so you can pass it down. But it's all about creating experiences. So he had an example when uh, he had two kids, they're both going to college. One took $10,000 and went for the college experience. The other took 10000 and went to Europe for six months. And the one that went to Europe came back 10 times richer in experiences. And those experiences will pay him every time he tells stories. It'll pay him a dividend because he can connect with more people about his trip. And so he talked about doing something like once or twice a year. And I was thinking the other day, if I went to my high school reunion, which who knows if I'd go back, but like, what would, if people said, man, like, what are you up to? You know, oh, I ran a, an Ironman. I, I spoke on stage. It's like all these different things. Like if you could have those rich experiences, I, I connect with people like that when I'm in person because I'm very relatable. And so it's just because of the experiences that I've had. Great so, point. Great point. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for adding on to that uh, book. I need to really give that a read. So you really pushed me and influenced me to give that a read. So we talk about personal growth a little bit. We know you're an entrepreneur. I think they both are interconnected. So what do you kind of think on that? Do you think personal growth and entrepreneurship are interconnected? So I'm in the network marketing industry. And I always say that this industry is a personal development plan with compensation added to it because you only grow your income level to the personal growth level that you're at. And every level is a new devil. So you're only going to get good at this business if you're one growing yourself and then learning how to grow other people. So they are 100% intertwined. And if you stop learning, you stop growing, you're going to be very close-minded and not being open to opportunities. Even just getting on this call right now is a step in the right direction in growing my business because it grows my belief and it's not even related. I heard you just talked about closed and there's so many mindsets right now. So would you say you're more of a closed mindset and now you've kind of grown into a growth mindset? I just think I had an open mind growing up. It was just the environment that I was around. I never could be the creative person that I, that I was or like participate in the activities that I wanted to like express, like to be good at. Cause like I didn't mature a ton till I graduated college really. I guess the middle of college. So my opportunities lacked and that's okay. I'd rather peak later in life than in high school. I would say the environment is crucial because like, that's what I found when I got into entrepreneurship was you get to create who you want to surround yourself around. I mean, you truly do become the five people, 10 people you spend your time with. And so that's something that I value. And if you're not loyal, ambitious, disciplined, you know, if you, your word doesn't mean much, then you're pretty much out of my circle. I, I just recently started a book group and we read David Goggins' book, Never Finished. There's 11 people in the Telegram chat just started it up and it was powerful. And people were breaking, you know, having their limiting beliefs. They had tons of breakthroughs, sharing the wins. And it was just a tight community and it was powerful. And people were just sharing things to complete strangers. But it was their people that they felt open enough to talk to them about. So, that's awesome. So I kid you not, after this podcast call that we do, I'm actually headed on to a Zoom call with my four buddies, and we're going to talk about Shoe Dog, the creator of Nike. That's what we've been reading. 
I don't know if you've read it, but I would say give it a read because the quotes that he says in that book are just inspirational. And for you that you are an entrepreneur and he's an entrepreneur and my goals one day are to be an entrepreneur. So just the quotes that he shares and the knowledge he drops on that is awesome. So make sure you check that out. But to kind of move this podcast along, what are some of the challenges that you have faced with entrepreneurship? Yeah, some of mine have been the five levels of leadership. The first one is position. So people follow you by default. Like if you're in the workplace as an employee and you have a boss, you're mainly following them because you have to. And the second level is permission. So people are following you because they want to. So in the business that I'm in, people are partnered with you and they stay with you. It's a volunteer-based business. People can come and go as much as they want. But it's the permission part. So I've built a strong team. And then the third one is production. It's having them do the same with their team. And I went to an event and um, they asked for the leaders and everyone's there on their own basis, right? So everyone came to the event in our personal team and the speaker asked, if you're a leader, please stand. We had 10 people with us and I stood up and they all clapped and looked up at me. And I was like, what do you mean? You guys are all leaders. You guys all have your own organization. So that was a huge moment for me to realize that I have to shift the way I approach our business to create better leaders and give them more opportunities. And so we've recently done that. We've given people empowerment opportunities to speak on calls, to get into the community and not just think that if you can help people get little wins like that, and it's not just the income wins, that's why people are going to stay. So it's been the leadership journey for me that has been something that I've been focusing on. And the best way to do that is, of course, continue to grow yourself. If you can grow your influence by reading more books, taking more action, that's how you'll grow. So what's a book that you would recommend helping someone find their motivation to improve their mindset? Well, I like The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. It's a really short read. It's a four-hour audible. Just talks about the actions you take today, how they build up over time. Just like investing with compound interest, it can work for you or it can work against you. So just like a credit card, someone could leverage it and get all the benefits. But if you're not using it the right way, you're going to negatively compound. So that's an amazing book, The Compound Effect. And then you've heard us talk about influence a couple of times. There's a book called Influence by Robert. I think it's Caldini. And he talked about the six weapons of influence and that it's huge because if you're in a business where you're recruiting or working with others, you're most likely only going to bring in people who have the same influence level or lower than yours. So if yours is at eight, you're most likely only going to bring eights and below. And if you bring in a four, that person's only going to bring in fours and below. So if you keep going lower than you, then you're going to keep bringing people that are lower tier of, of a skill set. So to build up your influence, the very powerful thing that I've learned in the last three years. That's awesome. So when it comes to entrepreneurship and growth and development, you said you love that. What is your favorite way to track your progress on your habits? I recently this year got Brennan Burchard's High Performance Habits Planner. So every day you write down your intentions for the day, your task list, and then a summary of things you can do throughout the day. And then at the end, you reflect. And so that has been huge. And then having a battle buddy is something that I learned early on in our business. It's just someone that 
you stay in contact with accountability. So shooting someone, your numbers or every Friday, we did a, a smaller, big win, no matter how small, no matter how big, just share in the group. It could be income related or it could be growth related. We always did that. And that was huge to just be like, if someone didn't have a crazy big win and it was just very small, it just, that still should be celebrated. So that was huge. And then I think the whole accountability aspect of having someone to converse with um, and massive. Yeah. So I've never heard of that battle buddy thing before. So that, well, that just kind of blew me away. It's kind of cool. I've never heard of that. And like you said, that hits on accountability and that allows yourself to really stay motivated, especially in the days where you don't feel motivated. So Trace, is there anything else you want to share on the podcast today? Hmm. I'm done playing small, man. I've always worried about like my insecurities, even just getting on like a video Zoom call. And I'd always be worrying about me and not the people that I'm actually talking to. So it's kind of like when you're in speech class and you think everyone was looking at you growing up and you're trying to get a message across. It's like they're, when people give me their time, like I'm here to serve them. And everyone's always thinking about like, what is this person thinking of me? But that's exactly what that person's thinking. So I would go back and tell myself to just never have that mindset to begin with. I just want to live 100%, play it 100%. I mean, I follow people like David Goggins, Jesse Itzler, like people that are doing incredible things over and over again and, and building a life resume and not a work resume. Because that's what everyone's so focused on. And it comes back to like the being relatable, the dial of zero, like having those life experiences because, man, I mean, think of it. If you ran into someone that the first thing they would ask you is, what do you do? It's always work-related. It's always work-related. So yeah, man, that, that's, that's my thing is playing 100%. I know I'm just getting started, man. I know all the things I've done the last three, four years are slowly compounding over time. And I'm excited to look back on this podcast, man, and to see where you're at with your tonality and how you're interviewing others and you're doing incredible. And then just see where we're at, man, in the next even year. Grinding every day until your dreams coming true. Yeah, grinding every day until your dreams coming true. Yeah, grinding every day until your dreams coming true. Wanna make it happen? Well, it all starts with you. Start with flipping the mentality, making visions reality. Screw all the practicality, wasn't meant for normality. Time to unlike the beast, so bring out all of your savagery. All in every day, how it has to be.